You are listening to a sermon from Mission Point St. John. We hope this message encourages a deeper connection between you and Jesus, our Savior. doing what he's able to do and uh, we thank the Lord for the opportunity uh, today to be at Life Community Church this morning what a great time we had there in the house of the Lord great turnout there this morning in Grand Bay this afternoon and uh, here at Mission Point tonight amen I just thank the Lord for his many many blessings upon our lives and uh, thank you for being faithful to the house of the Lord tonight and we welcome our guests to God's house we're glad you're here Amen. We're glad you're in God's house tonight. Amen. It's so good to be in the house of the Lord, and I thank the Lord for what he is doing uh, throughout the satellite churches. Amen. There's some wonderful things taking place, and uh, we give God all the glory. We give him all the glory. Amen. We thank the Lord. We give him all the glory. Amen. And... um, Going to go to the word of the Lord tonight, and if you have your Bibles, turn with me, if you would, to Deuteronomy chapter 6, and um, the verse that I'll focus on, God put it into my spirit uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, started to develop a little bit about this verse, and uh, tonight when I give you the title, uh, please don't judge the title right up front. Um, It's really to catch your attention. (laughs) So I'm going to speak to you tonight about being under the influence. And so uh, immediately, I'm sure, a thought went through your mind. And um, that's not what we're talking about, the thought that went through your mind. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 6, and um, I'll begin with verse 20. When your son asked you, In time to come, saying, what is the meaning of the testimonies, the statutes, and the judgments which the Lord our God has commanded you? Then you shall say to your son, we were slaves of Pharaoh in Egypt, and the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. And the Lord showed signs and wonders before our eyes, great and severe, against Egypt, Pharaoh, and all his household. Then he brought us out from there that he might bring us in to give us the land of which he swore to our fathers. And the Lord commanded us to observe all these statutes to fear the Lord our God for our good always that he might preserve us alive as it is this day. Then it will be righteousness for us or then it will or then it shall be righteousness for us. For us, Uh, if we are careful to observe all these commandments before the Lord our God as He has commanded us. And so, tonight, for the next few moments, I want to speak to you about being under the influence. Uh, Verse 25 is the focal verse tonight, and it shall be our righteousness. If we observe to do these commandments before the Lord our God, As he hath commanded us. If you 
Look at that phrase, it shall be our righteousness. This is what caught my attention a few weeks ago. The actual meaning of that phrase is that we, um, we are under the influence of the presence of God. We're under the influence of His love. We're under the influence of His compassion. We're under the influence of His grace and we're under the influence of His mercy. When Moses was writing uh, the first five books of the Bible, uh, he, in, in, this, in this passage, Moses does not say this righteousness could be wrought without God's mercy or without God's compassion. He doesn't say that it can be purchased in any way. He doesn't say that we can earn it in any way. But there's something that happens to you and I when we come under the influence of an almighty God. There's something powerful that takes place. There's a proof that you and I are being guided in our lives by God's presence. It's not a might. It's not a maybe. It's not a possibility. It's a surety. It's a guarantee. It is definite that when you are under the influence of His presence, amen, God is going to guide your life. Look what the psalmist said in Psalm 85, verse 10, Mercy and truth have met together, righteousness and peace have kissed. Truth shall spring out of the earth and righteousness shall look down from heaven. Yes, the Lord will give what is good and our land will yield its increase. Righteousness will go before him and shall make his footsteps our pathway. If you are under the influence of God's presence tonight, amen, your pathway will be guided by the footsteps of our almighty God. I don't know what else I could tell you that would be more powerful than to have your life directed by the presence of God, by the mercy of God, by the love of God, by the word of God, by the presence of an almighty God. What is uh, what is going to be that righteousness that Moses is talking about? If you look at chapter 6 of Deuteronomy, it's broken up into three sections. Verses 1 to 9, verses 10 to 19, and verses 20 to 25. If you look at the very beginning of the chapter, in, in verse 1 it says, Now these are the commandments, the statutes, and the judgments which the Lord your God commanded to teach you that ye might do them in the land whether you go to possess it. You'll notice there uh, uh, three different words that are mentioned, commandment, statutes, and judgments. Sometimes we read over words like that, and maybe they kind of seem like they're similar or of the same meaning, but each of those have their own meaning. When you look at the word commandments, it is talking about the law, the word of God, His word, His word. Now, these are the commandments. It's His word, His word. It's not just a story, and it's not just a neat little narrative. It is the divine word of God that speaks into your life, speaks into my life. It is His word. The second word is statutes, and that's a decree or law that's issued by a ruler or, or a governing body, especially by God as a supreme ruler. What God says is sovereign. What He says is always right. What He states can always be sure. 
all the rest of us our humanity. And there's going to be things said and things done, amen, that sometimes won't be up to par. But if God said it, you can be assured that it's going to be true. When you're talking about his statutes, it is the sovereignness of God, the almighty God. He's not in comparison to any other being. He is above all. He has all power in heaven and in earth. And it's appointed unto him that when he says it, it is true. The Bible states it very clearly that God cannot lie. Cannot. The third word is judgments. Properly a verdict, favorable or unfavorable, that's pronounced uh, uh, judiciously by one judge. That is God. Listen, there's a lot of people, and maybe you know some, that they think everything they think is right. But let me tell you, there's only one judge. There's only one judge. It's not me, and it's not you. There's one judge, and he's in control. And at the end of the day, we're all going to stand before him. No one excluded. No one. Every knee is going to bow, and every tongue is going to confess. We're going to stand before God himself. Nobody is going to be able to escape an appointment. It's impossible. So when you look at chapter 6 of Deuteronomy, you see the commandments, which is his word. You see the statutes, which is the sovereignness of God, and the judgments of God, which he is the righteous judge. And so everything that we're basing this influence on is about God. It's not about this world. It's not even about this church. It's not about the people of this church. I'm thankful for the district. I'm thankful for the United Pentecostal Church. I'm thankful for all those things. But it's not based on all of that. It's based upon Jesus Christ and him alone. Listen. I pray to God that I would not falter or fail, amen, or let God down. But it's not based on me. It's based on him. Everything about your influence has to be on him. I'm thankful for the examples that that are around us. And the Bible speaks that we have such a great cloud of witnesses. But it wasn't about those people. It was about their faith in an almighty God that made the difference. They came under the influence of the presence of God. That's what separated them from everybody else. When you read about uh, Adam and when you read about uh, Abel, when you read about uh, Noah and you read about David, uh, you read about all the ones that are mentioned uh, within that chapter. They all got faults and failures, uh, but they all had faith uh, in one being, uh, and that was an almighty God. So it's always going to be about him when we talk about influence and how we're to be influenced in 2023, verse 3 tells us the reason for that influence. Verse 3 says, Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be 
well with you. That's the first reason. The second reason, and that ye may increase mightily. That's reason two. And reason three, as the Lord God of thy fathers hath promised thee in the land that floweth with milk and honey. The reason that we have to be, we must be, we have no other choice but to be influenced by the presence of God is so that it will be well with you, that you will increase mightily. That means that you'll grow. And thirdly, you can receive the promises that the Lord has for you. I don't know about you, but I'm not interested in just hearing about it. I want to be part of it. I don't want to just hear about what happened. I want to be with what's happening. I'm thankful for history, but I'm wanting to write history. I want to be about what God has in my life. I want to grow with him. I want to experience what he has for me. There's only one way to do that, church, and that is to be under the influence. Uh-huh. Under the influence. So verse 3 tells us why that's a necessity. And we're challenged in every way in 2023. I don't know if you're paying attention to what's going on. But it doesn't matter what day it is, what news station it is, what paper you're reading. Something's going to pop out with an attack upon the Christian church. That's what's happening right now. All across the world, not one location. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, there's such a wide range of attacks upon the church, the Christian life, and individuals who want to take a stand to be under the influence. It's happening all around us. It's happening in St. John. It's happening throughout our country. It's happening around the world. Listen, if you want it to be well with you, and you want to grow in God, and you want the promises of God, you and I have got to make sure, without any hesitation, that we are under the influence of His presence. That's his word. That's his sovereign voice, without a doubt. His word and his sovereign voice, and he is in charge. I'm not talking about being disrespectful. I'm not talking about being unethical. I'm not talking about being rude and unkind. None of those things fit into the scenario. What I am talking about is what you are influenced by. If you're not careful, you can be influenced by the wrong things. Verse 3 tells us the two things that are necessary for us to be well, to grow, and to receive promise. At the very beginning of verse 3, it says, Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it. In other words, the simple word is obedience. Now, I understand times have changed somewhat. When I was a, a, a young boy, 
even in my young teens, there was no such thing as questioning what the man of God said. <laughs> that, that just didn't happen. That didn't mean he was always right. But there was no such thing. And we live in a postmodern world that everything has to have a reason and understanding and logic. And we're going through all these whys. And it's not wrong to have whys. Okay, there's, I'm, I'm not against that. Things that we do should be backed up by the word of God. Okay? But there's a simple word that comes to us being under the influence. And that's the obedience of what God is saying. When God says it, I have no right to question it. I know it's Sunday night. Some people maybe are guests and maybe some people are watching online, but I'm only going to preach to you the truth. When God says it, I've got no right not to obey it. If I want it to be well with me and I want to grow in him and I want the promises of God in my life, there has to be something that comes out of my spirit that says, God, I just want to please you. I just want to do what you desire. I just want to be what you want me to be. God, it's not about what this world is saying. It's about what your word is saying and what your voice is saying. Hear, O Israel, observe to do it. Let there be an obedience that arises out of your spirit. And I understand the verses that say try the spirits. By your fruits you shall know. Listen, I'm not saying to be unwise. But you don't have to question. When the word says it, it's true. When God's speaking into your life and you have no doubt, you and I have no reason to come back at God and say, that must be for someone else. That must be for another time period. That must be for another generation. No, God, what is it that i got to do to change my heart and change my spirit so that I fall in communion with you in just an act of obedience? The Bible is very clear that obedience is better than sacrifice. You can give everything, but if you and I don't obey, it won't be well with us. We will not grow the way he desires and his promises will not be fulfilled the way he desires. That's number one. Number two is in verse five. Now this is a very, very uh, famous chapter. This is where the Shema is mentioned and here O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. It's a very powerful chapter. But you'll see here in verse five, the second part of us coming under the influence. This is what he says, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. That's simply commitment, dedication, consecration. Whatever word you want to put right there. Loving God with everything that is within you. Your heart, soul, and might. Or as another passage says, strength. And this, this uh, conversation happened when a lawyer came to Jesus and he was asking, 
asking the Lord, what is the greatest commandment? He was testing him. Matthew 22 and verse 36, teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and the great commandment. There's something that arises out of the Lord saying that to the lawyer. You can debate all you want. You can try to figure out something else all you want. But it comes down to obedience and your consecration and commitment to God. And when you get those two things where they need to be, listen, there will be something that arises in your life that you'll say, no matter what is happening, it is well. Oh, that's what happened when the lady came and her son passed away and she shows up at the prophet, amen, and he asked her, make sure, test her, give her the question, is it well? And she responded with, it is well. Seriously? How is that possible? How is it possible that she could honestly Because there was an obedience and a commitment, a consecration to God that went beyond everything else. And when she made the statement, it was true. It was well. She didn't know that that child would come back to life. She didn't know exactly what was going to happen. She already made the statement, it is well. The statement can be made when there's an obedience and a consecration to God that's above everything else. Yeah. Obedience and consecration opens up the doorway for you to grow in whatever area God wants you to grow. It opens up the pathway for His promises to be fulfilled. I wonder how many times that I haven't received what God has for me because He can't trust me with it. I'm not in the place that I maybe should be with obedience and consecration. And so the things that God has are not fulfilled the way they should. I don't know about you, but God bring me into a place under the influence of you that I can be everything that you want me to be. Mm. Jeremiah writes it. In 23, verse 5, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will raise to David a branch of righteousness. A king shall reign and prosper and execute judgment and righteousness in the earth. His days, in his days, Judah will be saved and Israel will dwell safely. Now this is his name by which he will be called. The Lord, our righteousness, coming under the influence of, of him. Paul writes it in Romans 5. For if by one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will, will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. If sin could be brought into this world by one, how much greater Paul says, can my life be changed just because I come under the influence of the one, Jesus Christ? My life changes. My whole future, 
my destiny, everything that's purposed in my life changes when I come under his influence. We make it a way too difficult. I'm serious. It's not difficult. I put my life in obedience and consecration to God because it's his word and he's sovereign and he's the only judge. And when I get that right, folks, things start to happen in my life that it's well and I grow and I see the promises of God fulfilled. It's not that he's trying to punish you or I. He's jealous of you. He's jealous of you. You ever have that happen when you were dating? You got your little woman. She's home watching. Anderson's not feeling well tonight. You got your little woman and you're not interested in anyone else getting an eye towards her. Well, you're acting like I'm the only one in the world that thought that. Act all innocent. Happens both ways. You never had these conversations? You know, I think someone might have been trying to get your attention. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, trust me. Someone was trying to get your attention. You ever had these conversations? No one wants to admit it with their spouse sitting there beside them. And inside, there's a little bit of something that rises of, oh, young people, it's going to happen to you. Serious, it's going to happen. And you're going to say, uh-uh, that's, that person's mine. Get your hands off of the territory. Oh, yeah, trust me. It's going to happen. There's going to be little guards go up, little red flags. You can call it whatever you want. Your antennas, let me tell you, a woman has extra antennas. She can pick things out when the man is oblivious to what's going on in life. Seriously. Well, that's in the natural. Do you think that the one who created you in his own image died on the cross to purchase you with his own precious blood? He touches your life and forgives you of your sin, and you're baptized in his name, filled with his spirit, and you're consecrated and separated unto him. You don't think he gets jealous of you? Let me tell you, he never takes his hand off your life. He never quits following you. He never quits chasing you. He never quits loving you. He never quits. He doesn't like it when someone else comes into his territory when it comes to you.
we hear that word and we hear that word jealousy and it comes to, to a negative feeling and a negative meaning. And, but when God has that towards you, that means he's purchased you. You belong to him. He sealed you with his spirit. He didn't redeem you with corruptible things like silver and gold, but with the precious blood of a lamb without blemish. Yeah. So he, I've got a quiz. So he brings up this idea of you being under the influence. He, he doesn't want you coming out from underneath that. And so he gives the next little passage from verse 10 down to verse 19. It's, it's like a warning. I'm not going to go through it all tonight. But he says, when he brings you into the land that he has for you, as he promised Abraham, Isaac, and the Jacob, he's got such great things in store for every person that's here tonight. Every person that's watching or listening online tonight, he's got great things in store for you. And so he gives this warning, Moses writes it. Verse 12, beware lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. It's a warning not to come out from under the influence because you're going to live he said in houses you didn't build and you're going to be taking water from wells you didn't dig and you're going to be receiving fruit from vineyards you didn't plant and we're so blessed to have what we have here tonight but this didn't just happen Elders for many decades have fought the battles and prayed through different situations and the faithfulness of men of God to preach and, and, and to, to keep giving you word and to keep feeding you over the years. And here you are tonight in the presence of God and there's a warning sign that goes out, beware lest you come out from underneath the influence. It's possible to allow yourself Come out from underneath influence. And he's jealous about you. I could focus a whole message on this chapter 6 verses 10 to 19. But I'm not going to do that tonight. I want you to focus on being under the influence. And nothing will replace that simple obedience and commitment and dedication to the Lord. Can I tell you that a little disobedience is still disobedience? No matter which way you slice it. Say, oh, you know, I don't know if this is going to harm me, hurt me. Get away from it. Get underneath the influence of God and don't allow the things of this world, amen, to come into your life. Don't allow there to be a tolerance of the idolatries of this world that would ensnare you to cause complacency and status quo and a relaxed attitude. In 2023, there must be a guard continually to be under the influence.
Identify the things that would try to be problematic to you. Figure out those values when it comes to Scripture and what really matters. It's not enough just to profess it. It matters what influence you are under. See, there's a godly influence and there's a worldly influence. The godly influence is His divine commandments that guide my reality. And the worldly influences, it's a personal agenda that guides my reality. It's what pleases me. Folks, it's not what pleases me in 2023. It's what pleases him. It is a divine word, a sovereign voice, and a judge that I will stand before. I'm not trying to put a fear into you except for the awe and the reverence of God. The godly values is there's a design and there's a purpose that he has for you. And the worldly mentality is that the world is random and there's no meaning and nothing's personal. Humanity creates itself And the godly influence says that God created you in his very image. A godly influence is God determines that there's a value of your life and your soul. And the worldly influence is that there's value to you if it relates to you. It's a sneaky way of affecting people's lives in 2023. Godly values that feelings have value, but they don't define truth. God is not defined by my feelings. He's not. Whether I feel like it, don't feel like it, want to feel like it, doesn't, it does not change God. That's the godly value. The worldly value is personal feelings define reality. Whatever your preferences are and what your feelings are, don't let your feelings get hurt. I don't know about you, but sometimes I read God's Word and my feelings get hurt. It's not about my feelings. God decides who and what I am. The world says you can choose your own identity. Love for God and others is paramount, and the world says profit and self-interest comes first. God's approval matters most, and the world says social approval is all important. I'm telling you, there's a big difference of what you are being influenced by. Music come. Paul said, In Philippians 3, what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed I also count all things loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. For whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ. 
I don't know how, how you think about that, but my life is garbage in comparison to what he gives. I count it as nothing to gain him. Paul's writing to the Philippian church. He says, and be found in him, not having mine own righteousness. I don't want my own influences. I don't want this world's influences. That, the Bible says, is as filthy rags. It's a mess. Paul says, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. Why? That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death. I refuse to come under the influences of this world because I want to know him in a way that I've never known him before. Let me tell you, and I'm thankful for our teachers and I'm thankful for our education. But listen, there's all kinds of things that are trying to be indoctrinated into our kids and young people. Workplaces and individuals that will challenge what you stand for on a daily basis. You've got to decide now. You've got to decide what influence you're going to come under. I don't know about you, but I want it to be well with me. I want to grow. I want to see the fulfillment of what God has for my life, this church, this city, this country, across and around this world. Amen. That's only going to be if we're under the right influences. Am I telling you that it's not a battle? It's a battle every day. Every day you wake up, it's a battle. It's going to be a continual battle. It wouldn't be worth anything if it was easy. It's not easy, but it's worth it. Someone in the, under the sound of my voice tonight, God allowed it to be that it was this night. From many, many weeks of laying it into my spirit. He knew exactly who would be in this service tonight. He knew exactly what situation and circumstances you would be in. And so I'm, I'm calling upon your heart tonight. The tug of war that's happening in your life. The tug of war of the world and the church and the world and the church. It's a continual tug of war. And whatever influences you come under, I can guarantee you that's what's going to win. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm actually being positive. 
Because there's not one person in this room that I want you to be under the wrong influence. So if you come under the influence tonight, if you got stopped for being a Christian, would there be enough evidence to find you guilty? the breathalyzer test was done on you as a Christian would you be over the limit I have no idea how that works I hope I never find out how that works you the seriousness of it would you be convicted because you're under the influence the enemy of this world has no right to you doesn't matter what he tries to bring against you I'm under the influence of his presence his word his authority I'm under the influence of an almighty, sovereign God. Amen. It's going to be well with me. I'm going to grow with Him. And I'm going to see the fulfillment of what God has for me. I've got my eye on the world. And it's not going to interfere with my influence. Every young person, every child, every adult in this place tonight. Get under the influence of the presence of God. Would you stand? Every eye closed and every head bowed right now. I don't do this very often. But there's a solemnness to the presence of God that's here right now. So nobody looking around, nobody. I've got my eyes closed. This is between you and God right now. I'm looking for individuals that's willing to raise their hand and say, I've got to come under the right influence. I've got to come under the right influence. Nobody, nobody looking around. Every eye closed. This is, this is you speaking out to God with faith. He knows your heart, but He wants you to take that step of faith right now to come under the influence of Him. So jealous for you. He loves you beyond measure. He cares for you before, above what you could ever imagine or think. Hallelujah. I raise my hand before him right now. Oh, God, let me be under the influence of you. Let me be under the influence of your presence, God. Let the power of your spirit be what, Lord, is ruling in my life. This, this shall be the righteousness for us tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I open the altar to every person in this room. Every person across this room, everyone that's at home or watching or listening somewhere else right now, would you find a place to pray right now? Would you bow where you are before God right now? Hallelujah. Would you stand in awe of an almighty King? Thank you for joining us today. If you want more information, connect with us on our website at missionpoint.ca. God bless you.